Welcome back to the Lash Base Podcast. This is episode number six and it is a big one. Today is all about Instagram. It is so big that we have actually had to split this episode into two parts, which means episode seven will also be about Instagram, but it does mean that you're going to have to wait an extra week to hear part two. Right, let's get started. So without further ado, here we are talking about marketing and Instagram. I put on my Instagram stories, funnily enough, a little question box and said, what should we do a future podcast episode about? And I'm not joking when I say around about 90% of people suggested that they wanted help with their social media. And the social media platform that is most important at this present moment for Lash Artists is Instagram. So we're going to use this episode, myself and Lash Base Amy, who is with me today, we are going to go through everything you'll need to know to be able to make using Instagram really, really easy. Just so you have an idea of what we're going to be talking about, I'll run through the agenda that is going to be on our list so you can skip forward to the bits that you definitely need to know or can just listen to all of it and know what's coming up next. So we are going to go through setting up your Instagram account, defining your goals, content guidelines, post types and which posts you should post. So got some mouthful. Captions, engagement, Instagram stories, the best practices for Instagram stories, how to deal with your highlights, insights, the dreaded algorithm, collaboration and brand awareness ideas, ads, quick tips and tricks, and then we're going to call it a day there. So you have got a, a lot, a lot to learn today. So we're going to get started. I'm going to hand you over to Lashbase Amy. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to episode six. Um, today, we are going to be talking about Instagram, and it's one of Lashbase Jamie and, and my favorite subjects. Um, I do spend a lot of time on Instagram. So does Jamie. Yeah. Um, and, it, you know, at the end of the week when you get your screen time pop up on your phone, the Instagram is one of the, the most spent for me. Definitely. I think if there's ever a time you see me and I'm on my phone, it's most likely that I'm going to be on Instagram, which is why we wanted to do a, a whole episode that is dedicated to it. Because as a lash artist, we bet that is where if you're going to get business from social media or from online, it's likely that it's going to come from Instagram. So we want to start right from the beginning. And what's the first thing we're going to be talking about? I think we should start with setting up Instagram and what should be um, in your profile. Good idea. Right. Yeah. So first things first, we're going to talk about, we'll talk about the profile picture. Okay. Now, pet hates for your profile picture and, and what shouldn't you have as your picture? Although lashes is your business, you should not have a picture of lashes as your profile picture. 100% agree. The choices for your profile picture, you can have, for example, your logo, if you have one. If you haven't got a logo, then get a logo designed. That's definitely, definitely important for your business. But it should be your logo. It should also be high contrast so that it grabs attention because the only time that little circle from the profile picture is seen is when you set a comment or, or like a picture and it comes up in somebody's notification feed on their phone. So you imagine how small those circles are. You need to be able to grab someone's attention from that. And the only way to do that is if you've got something that's high contrast or something that does grab the attention. So profile. I'm oh, oh, sorry, Karen. I was going to say um, or a picture of yourself. Yeah, definitely. You could, yeah. Put a picture up, yeah. 
Yeah, that's the main thing, actually. When we're a people business, it's quite intimidating for some clients to go to someone if they don't know who the person is Mm. that they're going to. So having a picture of yourself as your profile picture, it almost breaks that barrier straight away anyway. So that is quite straightforward. That is your profile picture dealt with. Next is? Bio. What do you put in your bio? Right, okay. Bio-wise is always an interesting one when you read some of these. You've got to consider who it is that you want to read the bio. So a lot of people will put either things in there that they're trying to impress the wrong kind of people if they were to see it. They'd use language that doesn't quite make sense. Uh, Whereas as long as your bio says exactly what you do, has um, a description or some sort of way of getting hold of you or booking in, or an idea on um, price-related stuff, or uh, links to a website if you've got one, or even a booking platform, then that's as simple as it needs to be. And Did I think, you say location? No, I haven't got oh, it yet. Actually. Okay, so location, you need to put where you are located, because if you don't, people are just going to look at your, um, your profile, and if they don't know where you are, they're not going to book, because they don't know where it is. I think that's one of the weirdest things yeah. I see with lash artists you're you're a lash artist and you're hoping to get local people come to you you might have all the nice lovely beautiful pictures all across your account but weirdly if you haven't said where you are in the country how on earth is anyone going to go do you know what I'm going to go to them because I know that they're only down the road yeah so sorry Karen. I was just going to say as well don't tag the location make sure you write where it is that you are located just make it easy make it easy for the people visiting your profile to see where it is that they can visit you to have their lashes done but what if you're uh, you lash from home and you don't want to give out your full address you don't need to you can put the first part of your postcode or you could put the area that you you're in oh i see something that gives an idea yeah. of how yeah, yeah perfect yeah brilliant and also another thing that you must must do for your lash business is have a business account instagram have recently come out with another type of account called a creator account so a creator account or a business account is fine because you they both have the same features um you can both run ads on them and the one of the differences a uh, you cannot use a creator account for with a booking platform at the minute. So you are going to have to use a business account. But whatever you do, do not use a personal account to try and run your lash business. It just doesn't work correctly. Totally agree with that. Um, we will go into more details as to why you should do that a little bit later on. Yeah, definitely. Um, but moving on, we're going to talk about um, understanding why you were on Instagram this is a this is a big one actually. Yeah, sorry, yeah. Amy. Carry on <laughs> interrupting me. Um, yeah, so understand understanding why you are on Instagram um, and defining your goals. Yeah. Okay. So just to keep this bit quick, uh, so many people use Instagram because they feel like it's something that they should be doing. They're supposed to use Instagram because that's what everyone does. If you don't know why you're on Instagram, you don't know. You don't have goals or any sort of target as to why you're actually using Instagram, then it won't work for you and it's an absolute waste of your time. So I'll list several things now and you could take your pick from any of these or all of them because it is likely that if you understand that this is your target, then it will make using Instagram so much easier almost overnight. So consider this. Are you using Instagram because you want to increase brand awareness 
as in you want more people to to find you do you want to get new clients do you want to establish yourself as an industry leader so like build a personal brand you know like the some of the big names that you know on instagram they focus on creating um, and establishing themselves as industry leaders so that is something you can focus on do you want to sell some products you know like um, lash base lash base use instagram we use it to educate and entertain but you've got to understand lash base sell products so we have that in our minds when we use instagram um, do you want to find students or is it a mixture of everything that i've just said so I'll say that again just quickly. Do you want to increase brand awareness, get new clients, establish yourself as an industry leader, sell products, or find students? They're the considerations that you need to make before you use Instagram. And if you can understand that, all of a sudden Instagram becomes a lot easier. So that is defining your goals. So once you know what you um, what your goals are and what you're hoping to achieve from being on Instagram, how do you know what to post and what's good to post? What, what are you what are your thoughts, Jamie? Yeah, good question. I think this is will move us nicely on actually to content guidelines. And most people overthink what they should post. So they might say think to themselves, right, I really need to try and find some new clients. That's my goal. But now what? How do I? Is this post good enough? Should I post this? Should I post that? I don't know. And then you'll find they won't post anything. Uh, so what I want to do is try and make it seem and make you understand how easy it can be. And the the three things that you should focus on to under to understand that posting on Instagram is easy. So I think the first thing that you need to consider whenever you're posting anything. So any pictures of lashes or, or any pictures of yourself or pictures of your salon or the space that you lash from. Um, very simple. I think there's four points to it. Are your pictures well lit? Are they in focus? Have you got good angles and are they clear? Because if you have a good quality photo, if it is uh, good lighting, good focus and well lit with good angles, then it will look good on the eye. If you're posting blurry images, dark images, they, they aren't going to attract people to actually have a look at it or interact or engage with what you're doing. So I think point number one for trying to consider what on earth you should be posting. First thing is just think to yourself, is it a clear photo? And then secondly, moving on, and this is more to do with branding. Um, if you're uh, consider your logo, consider your brand make sure that you're using a select amount of colors or colors that go together and also very similar filters. This way, if you have, like, for example, go and have a look at the Lash Base account, you'll notice it's a very clear theme and filters. What we try to do, and if you do do that, it doesn't really matter what you post and in what order, it will all look and flow nicely because of the color and because of the filters. So again, you don't need to think about the layout you don't think about what you should post but as long as your pictures are clear and they all are similar colors or similar filters then the whole brand aesthetic of your page is going to look decent for anybody that turns up on it um and also people will start recognizing that it's your content as well once your brand is out there a little bit more yeah that's it it's a, an interesting thing if you look into this is another reason which we'll talk about soon if you look into the insights and you can only have this if you've got a business account if you look into insights you can see uh, when you post something who or where that person has seen your post and it is crazy how little or how few people will actually first see a post from your page 
nobody's coming to your page to see things. So they need to be able to be scrolling on their phone and they'll spot something and without even looking, they'll know that it's yours. So that's yeah, good point. Mm -hmm. And I think the last question that you need to ask yourself of the three questions before you post anything, and this is the biggest one, is ask yourself the question, would this bring me value if I was following me? So what um what a lot of people do is they post stuff and it's all self-serving. It's all either to give them an ego boost or all just to show off or all to try and sell something for themselves. That doesn't work. What works is putting yourself in the shoes of the people that you're hoping to be targeting. So if you want to get new clients, imagine you're a client and imagine if you were currently looking for a new lash treatment or a new treatment, what is it that you would look for? What would catch your eye? Think about it that way, and then it becomes a lot easier to decide what it is you want to post. They're all really good points um, that you've just made there. It might all be coming a little bit more clearer to you as to what you want to post now that you've understood that a little bit more. Um, but we will just go through the types of posts um, that you can publish on your Instagram account. Yeah, the reason we're just about to go through, I think we've got seven different types of posts because you may understand everything I've just said, but there will still come a time when you think, oh, do you know what? I've posted so many pictures of lashes now. I need to mix it up. How do I mix yeah. it up? Um, and if you just, you can either re-listen to this podcast or write this down as I say it. If you just remember these seven different types, you've you've got seven different posts that you can do in a row without even really thinking about it. So what um, Amy and I are going to do is go through these one by one because we've made our list um, and explain what each one is so that you understand going forward. Okay, so number one on our little list here is quotes and text-based um, posts. A lot of people do this, um, so you do need to be a little bit um, clever with what you're posting and why you're posting in it as well. So I'm going to pass you over to Jamie to to go through this with you because he's got quite a good point we discussed this before yeah yeah this is important one so you, you've probably all seen them before either motivational quotes funny quotes and no educational quotes people posting text-based posts on instagram sometimes they do really well sometimes they are terrible there is a reason for that you and the, the main point to come from this one is you need to be true to yourself so for example if you're naturally a motivational person and that's what you sort of like then it's okay for you to post motivational quotes because it has some substance to it your caption will also lean into what the post is talking about and you're going to get overall better engagement if you're naturally a funny person then posting funny quotes is definitely the way to go the main thing that we need to get across here is make sure that you're not just posting something for the sake of it. Be true to yourself. But point number one, um, good start, is quotes or text-based posts, which leads me on to number two. Number two is we what we lean heavily on at Lashbase, and it is something that I would encourage you to try and use a little more, and that is user-generated content, or um, UGC is what the, the marketing term for it is. What that is, quite simply, is reposting other people's posts. So the follower or the user has made that post, and you then are resharing it. So we do that when we get tagged in pictures of great lashes, We'll post it up 
Um, and the main rule for this one is credit the work that you are sharing, whether that happens to be sharing a quote, whether that happens to be sharing some work. Uh, what will work for you is to try and encourage your clients to post lash selfies, to ask if you can use any of their pictures from when they have posted them, but make sure you always tag them. But it's a great way to get some posts out there when you haven't got any on your phone already, you can repost certain bits. And again, it doesn't even need to be pictures of your work or even lash related. If it's something that helps show who you are and the kind of person you are, you can use user generated content to show off your personality. Just make sure that you do credit the person uh, that has uh, originally created the post. And with that as well, I just want to um, uh, give another point. If you do have a customer that shares the, their lashes, people buy from people. So if your your customer is sharing a picture of the lashes that you've done, people will pick up on that and they will it's like a, a really good recommendation isn't it it's oh it's the best yeah it's, it's the best yeah so i encourage it basically okay so that's number two point number three amy over to you educational posts so again this is something that we do a lot at lash base um it is part of who we are we like to educate um everybody and we do post like a variety of don't we like some everything and simple anything. Yeah. simple tips and but i think i think the thing with this one if we try and uh, bring you value as a lash artist if you're going to be posting something the way you would post an educational post would be showing someone how to clean their lashes so a little how-to video on cleaning lashes how to brush your lashes um other aftercare related stuff um, or even educational ones on how to use your booking system anything at all like that um and during the whole thing, do not sell. You do not need to try and get any bookings or anything. The purpose of the post is 100% supposed to be educational. If you don't sell anything to anybody, you'll be surprised at how many more inquiries you'll get just because you've been helpful and provided value to that person. So yeah, number three, um, and something again we use a lot at Lashbase is educational content. Uh, moving on to number four, very similar, and this one is informational. So if you have something to say uh, or and, and inform your followers of, then post that. Again, do not use it as a way to sell anything. For example, uh, recently we have launched at Lashbase our M and X curls, and instead of saying everybody here they are, buy them, we had to people were thinking, what is an M curl and what is an X curl? So we posted a picture, showed them side by side and said, look, here you go. Here is an X curl and here is an M curl. Full stop. That is it. That works so much better than trying to sell anything. So yeah, number four, informational. Um, number five, entertainment. So have a post that's entertaining for your followers it doesn't need to be lash related really no. um it can be it can be anything really we do a lot of these um to engage with um our customers and it's something you can do too the thing is as soon as you know who it is you're targeting so again put yourself in your followers or your the people you hope to target shoes what is it they like what are their interests what sort of things do they get up to in their spare time that isn't lash related for example needs to be relatable yeah relatable yeah. yeah completely so for example again sorry to keep bringing lash base into this but it's it's what we know back recently when love island was on 
we made sure that we regularly posted memes that were related to that because we know that there is a large um, audience or a large section of our customers that do also watch the program. So purely just by using it as entertainment, that brings engagement, it brings trust, loyalty, and it helps them relate to you and trust you more, which then in the roundabout way of saying things, you will end up getting more business. Um, so you'll probably notice so far we've done six and not one, not a single one of them, we have told you to try and sell anything. And again, I think that's so important. If you've got seven types of post, six of them should not mention the fact that you want people to book in for lashes. That is the punchline, which moves me on to point number seven. So if you've done six posts that isn't selling anything, then it is okay to post number seven, which is just flat out promotional posts. So that's whether you've got discounts on, um, you're offering any sort of deal, a giveaway, or you just want to tell people about your prices or or some work that you're doing and just ask people to book in because of, I don't know, Christmas is coming up, so book in early. That is completely fine to do. What's not fine to do is do that every single post. So if you can stick by the rule here, um, there are many different names for it. The way it's just panned out for us is going to be quotes, user-generated content, educational, informational, entertainment, and promotional. So that is seven different types of posts. Only one of them is you asking for a sale. But what you'll find is the other six types of posts work so much better than that promotional one ever will anyway. I think we've summed that um, up quite well. Moving on, so you've got your post, but what do you caption it with? It's, it's one that we get asked all the time and it is such a difficult one. It always is, yeah. The message. So you you know that you're you've got to use your branding. You know that you've got all these different types of posts. But then, what on earth do you put in the captions? Basically, for me, I've, uh, there's a, a silly thing that I normally say about captions, and that is that they are vital yet unimportant. Um, and I'll tell you why. Firstly, if you've got really really good posts, um, and also you're engaging with others anywhere. Sometimes it doesn't necessarily matter. You might see some of your favorite Lash accounts might often just post a couple of emojis as a caption, and then they tend to get loads of comments and likes and stuff. So it's it's a real strange one. They can be really helpful and they can be completely um, unimportant. So what we'll do is we'll talk now about what is important for a caption and how you can um, make sure that your captions are suitable for what you're trying to achieve. And the first point that we need to make for captions is about the language that you use, right? So again, we're going to talk to you as if you are a lash artist and you would like to get clients. Now you've put a picture of lovely set of lashes and then you have the caption of decurl 3D 0.07, all layers covered, 87% coverage, uh, stacking method, um, seven mil to eleven mil. Thank you. Yeah, <laughs> totally you go sound, everybody. Yeah, says. you sound you sound like you're. I don't know what you're trying to describe there. That is, Whew. yeah, you you've done a, a mathematical sum, and anyone that looks at that is going to go, "What on earth is this person talking about?" If you're trying to get lash clients, they do not care about any of that. What they want to know is, is it fluffy? Is it light? Is it healthy? And how can they get a set of lashes like that. So the first thing in the talk of captions is make sure you're using the correct language, which actually moves on to point number two. 
Yeah, so um, asking open questions really it will give you a higher chance of engagement with your um with the user that will be following you or coming to your um profile yeah definitely so sometimes you can write something and you'll say um this is a set of volume lashes for example whereas if you say what would you call these lashes you're much more likely to get someone say i would say they're beautiful i would say they're really fluffy i would say these are volume lashes for example and it's a great way to get engagement or uh, i don't like using this term but it is the way to do it it's a great way to bait engagement so it's a horrible thing to say but by asking an open question you are gonna hopefully well, you had you definitely have more chance of someone responding and saying something, which opens up a conversation. Um, and obviously, engagement is key. And then you can build relationships and hopefully get a few inquiries and bookings from it. Yeah. Just another thing to point out as well is if you are stuck for a caption, then you can use something as simple as, um, for instance, if you post a picture of um, some lashes, you could put... Um, in one emoji or two emojis tell me how this post makes you feel or um show show the love in an emoji or yeah what do you like think that. of this set of lashes using only emojis yeah um what you'll find is you'll get a lot of people posting emojis because it's so easy just to quickly click and then click on your couple of emojis and um, the thing is with the instagram algorithm which we will talk about uh, next week um with the instagram algorithm they do prefer you to have full sentences and proper conversations. However, when you use the technique of answer with an emoji, what that then does is it gives you the permission to respond to the person that's put a emoji as a comment and then ask them a question from there and open up the question from there, which then does start a conversation, which then helps you build a relationship. So again, when, when it comes to opening, uh, sorry, asking open questions, you can think of something quite clever to ask. You can think of something um, that you hope will get a detailed response, or you can try and get something for one word or one emoji responses, but that give you the permission to then open up a conversation with the people. So number two, done. We'll move on to number three. I don't want to talk about this for too much because uh, it's probably the bane of everybody's life, and that is hashtags. How many hashtags should you use? What hashtags should you use? Do they work? How do they work? Uh, what's the point? Um, and please help is a question we get all the time. So Hashtag please help. <laughs> yeah, hashtag help. So the answer here is, again, put yourself in somebody's shoes or your one of your followers' shoes, potential clients' shoes, and you're looking for a treatment. When you're looking at these nice posts, and or on Instagram and you're scrolling Instagram and then you see all of a sudden someone's put say 30 hashtags it comes across quite spammy so although that might mean that you'll get more awareness through people searching the hashtags because there are more of them yeah true however it does come across quite spammy so people get put off when they see too many it's just simple it's simple psychology so I think if you're using um, anywhere from one all the way up to sort of 10, maybe, um, then that's completely fine. Then when it comes to the question of what hashtag should you use, let's just talk about this again from a local lash artist's point of view, trying to get clients from the local area. People that are getting lashes are unlikely to travel too far. So when you're using your hashtags, use local hashtags. So for example, Lashbase, we're based around Portsmouth. 
So it would make sense for us to, to, if we were trying to get Lash clients to put hashtag Lashes Portsmouth. Hashtag, well, you could even do hashtag Portsmouth because it means that anybody searching for around the local area is going to see it. So that is likely at one point going to be one of your target um, potential clients. So when it comes to hashtags, again, don't overthink them. Don't use too many of them um, and use ones that are local to you. There is no point in putting something like hashtag lashes because there are uh, 8 million uses of that. And if anyone's searching for lashes in your local area, it's very unlikely they're going to come across your post amongst the other millions and millions and millions. So talking about all of this and um, what you're doing for your in your captions, it moves us on to our last point of today's episode, uh, part one. And that is, and what we're about to talk about is the most important part of using Instagram for your business. You can post the nicest pictures. You could have the funniest captions. You can have, I don't know, all the followers in the world. But if you do not listen to this next part, then your business will not succeed. And that is engagement. Now, I'm not even talking about replying to the comments that people comment on your own posts. The most um interesting and successful way that you can use Instagram is to go and engage with others on other people's posts. You can search hashtags of, say, your local area again. So search hashtag Portsmouth if you're around here and then start leaving comments and likes on everyone. You could use anyone's post you could comment on because at some point, it is very likely that someone that is a target to you in the local area will see that. You can go as basic as searching for um, hashtag Portsmouth, finding a post of somebody that looks like they could be your target and like a couple of their pictures and leave a comment. It is the most awkward and cringy thing that you could possibly do. However, what happens is the person that you've liked their picture and commented on it suddenly looks and thinks, who on earth is this person that is commenting on my picture? They will then click on your name And there you go. They now know that you are a local lash artist in the area and you've just sent them um, or sorry, you've just done a nice comment on one of their pictures. That is instant brand awareness for you. Now, you're going to have to do this all day, every day. Well, probably not all day, every day, right? It's a bit tense. Yeah, 10 minutes a day, every single day. You'll do it 100 times. But what will happen is you'll end up out of those 100 times, you'll probably pick up four or five new clients just from leaving comments on other people's stuff. And I think this is probably one of the main things that I bang on about when using Instagram. It's one of the reasons why my account has grown the way it has. It's definitely... One of the main reasons, do you say, Amy, that yeah. Lashbase has, has grown? We um, at Lashbase, we sit here in the office in the morning, afternoon, and just before we go, and we comment on lots and lots of people that have either tagged us in stuff that are talking about lashes, just to help get more brand awareness for Lashbase. People feel good, people like it. We can open up conversations, we can create relationships. Um, and it has worked massively well for the Lashbase account and for my Lashbase Jamie account. And so I, I can't stress enough how important it is that you should just, instead of spending your time just aimlessly scrolling through Instagram, you should do it with a target in mind. Search through the local area, start commenting and getting involved in other conversations. You could even comment on the like a local pizza places yeah. post 
because they might want their lashes done. <laughs> yeah, but not even even going deeper than that. Someone else that it, um, that happens to be a target client of yours might be looking for pizza. All of a sudden, they're going to see True. see you. Look, <laughs> you've commented on that, and they're gonna they're gonna click on it, and they're gonna end up on your page. It's almost like running around your local city and putting up little posters on yeah. every single lamppost. Someone's going to see that. And also, even if it's not your target client that you're commenting on, if you, you know, they don't want lashes done, their friend might then say to them a few weeks later, oh, I really want my lashes done. And they will remember that you've messaged them before or commented on their posts before and they will refer you a client, potentially. 100%. So I think if you can do anything from this episode, that is... Please, please, please start searching your local hashtags and then leaving likes and comments just on loads of different people's posts. I promise you, you'll get so many inquiries from it. The, pe- the people that have actually taken my advice and done this have all picked up clients from it. So please do it and then let me know how you get on with it. So that is talking about how you can go and engage with others. There's another thing that you need to try and do, which is not always the easiest thing to do but it does work really well. Tell yourself you're always going to be the last person to comment on something. So if you, a customer leaves a, a, sorry, a client leaves a comment, you then reply to them. They then reply to you. You then reply to them. If they reply back, you reply back. Even if it is, you're just putting an emoji to say that you agree with something. If they do respond to that, you then need to respond to that. It sounds funny, but again, Instagram loves engagement and conversations and relationships that's what they're trying to promote so if you can encourage that yourself and you can be part of that you're going to be seen by more people anyway Um, moving on from uh, the engagement part of it is again you need to be consistent this doesn't happen overnight you go and comment three on three people's posts that's not going to equal a new client you need to be commenting on 10 20 people's posts every single day or at least every single working day, actually put time in your diary to to actively go out and do it. And then that's when you'll see results. And here's something for you that really, really gets me. Answer your DMs. Who wouldn't? People don't. don't That's crazy. Yeah, I don't understand. There There are people out there that ignore DMs. If someone's asking for help, they're asking for advice, they want to know something, or they just want to tell you something, the least you can do is given the courtesy of going back to them and answering. Yeah. Um, and again, in next week, when we take on part two, when we talk about the dreaded algorithm, you'll find it very interesting what we're about to say and why you should encourage DMs. So they are all about engagement. That is the main thing that you can do to grow your business on Instagram is go out and get involved and start talking to people. So You can listen to all of this. You can have the best posts, the best captions, use all the right hashtags, have your bio set up perfectly. But if you're not engaging with other people, then I'm afraid you're going to fall flat on your face. So that is the end of part one of this big, long podcast on Instagram. We decided to make it a two-parter this week because it's quite a lot to take in. So we thought if we give you a, a week to kind of, grasp every bit of information we've kind of given you there then hopefully you'll come back for episode two part well part two (laughs) episode seven yeah that's it so we're going to end it there please join in the conversation on the team lash base facebook group and share this podcast and tag at lash base jamie and 
at, at lashface Amy <laughs> or at lashface oh. underscore Amy. And also we have at lashface underscore Ellen. Oh, that's very important. Join yeah. the Instagram gang. So yeah, ta- share the podcast, please. Tag us. Let let us know what you think. Um, we're really, really interested in hearing your opinion on this one um, because it's really important to us. We spend a lot of time on Instagram. We uh, like to think we know a little bit. Would you say, Amy? Just about. I would hope so. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that's why we we feel that we can provide value with this episode, and so much so that it's become so long that we have had to make it a two-parter. Part two is coming next week. So it's quite a long way to wait, um, but we're going to go even deeper and into some very, very important stuff like Instagram stories, like the algorithm, uh, Facebook, uh, Facebook and Instagram ads, very insights, insights yeah. as well, which is also very important. Um, but we hope that you'll be back next week to listen to part two. And Thank- I was going to say, bring a, a pen and a notepad. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this is, the, this is the part of the episode where me and Amy battle for who has the last word. <laughs> You can have it this week. Oh, thanks, Amy. I really appreciate it. So thank you very much for listening, everybody. We will see you next week.